The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play win get paid over at mybookie.ag. The college experience is also brought to you by odd shark head over to oddshark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at OddShark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. The Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Profit. Tired of having no hedging option? Enter Profit, the only marketplace designed for users to buy and sell previously placed sports bets. Profit lets you sell a percentage of your bet, guaranteeing immediate profit while keeping skin in the game on your original bet. Sign up today for early access at betprofit.co. college experience in the college experience. My name is Colby Dan, AKA the database and in studio, the legend, the man without a face. Maybe. <laughs> what is that? Uh, Game of Thrones. Is that a movie? <laughs> Something like that. A Chevy chase movie or some shit. I don't know. Give it up for Patty C in the place to be. Hi. Former. Former good Tecmo Bowl Super Bowl player. <laughs> Tecmo Bowl Super Bowl player. I don't even Mumbling, can't. stumbling, rumbling. I tell you, can't even talk. Well, you got a beer there? You're going to chug a beer? Is that what I hear? That's right. You guys are about to witness. The first ever. Bringing it back to the actual college experience here. Oof. I the am not going to do this with you. First ever. That Come on, All buddy. you, you chug that Colby, shit. Colby, what have you been doing all day? I woke up and I went to the beach and I've been in the sun and Irish skin in the sun with, with brew dogs. Oh, and no, no, that's no reference to brew dog. That is speaking of, of Tecmo legends, legends. Yes. I'm referring to the fact that I, you've been drinking for yeah, 10 hours straight. Yeah, I was, I've been out all day drinking at the beach, checking out the, Catching some rays, snorting, smoking, shooting, popping, pushing. Uh, I feel like you know, like uh, I'm just in the movie Point Break. Went to like a, a bonfire by the ocean. <laughs> you know what just I like mean? Meth and fucking yeah. heroin just pulsing through your veins. I, I was. I probably met a guy named Bodie. I don't even know that, <laughs> right. but I mean, exactly. The only thing I did not get was two meatball sandwiches. All right, I'm working on that. Is that a reference to something? Point break, buddy. They get deep me boss. Reference. <laughs> that is like, a deep Utah, reference. give me two. He orders Gary Busey orders two meatball sandwiches. Man. That's that's some serious eating, by the way. Well, when you have teeth like that, you can fucking try whatever you Gary want. Gary Busey, the, the the animal. He was giving a speech at Oklahoma State last week and, and before apparently, a football game. Uh, he got it paid him. off. It did pay off. The Cowboys and Mike Gundy. You know what he thinks about West Virginia football? <laughs> <laughs> that's what he thinks. Someone tweeted that. It was great. So good. Uh, so shotgun that beer so we can get this fucking show uh, on the road. This was the actual Pat Commerce College. All right, is this gonna go like all over my floor? Well, as Colby Dan, no, because I do it a, okay. like a pro. And you okay. know how we do this? I'm gonna explain it to you folks out there who don't know. This is an example of a lot of time spent living the college experience. You tilt the can 
at, I would say, a 30 to 45 degree angle, <laughs> right? Causing that slight little bit of air that's in the can to protrude toward the top. And then you push the little key ever so gently into the side of the can, and you just get the little pop motion. So we'll listen. Nice. Not nice sound. drop, baby. Nice sound. I don't even need a soundboard for that. That's right, baby. I can do that every time, too. It is fully replicable. Wow. Is word? I open the hole. I get it nice and wide, just like I do it every time I fucking see all my ex-girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's a lie that never happens. Yeah. Um, the wide part. Um, okay. So shimmy this down, and let's do a fucking right, let's show. Fucking do it. All right, ready? Three, two... And go. Okay. 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 <laughs> Gee, there we are. Worst burp ever. All right. Champion. Champion of we're on board, of baby. Something. Something. Um, you do have a talent in life. Thank you, sir. All right. All my brain cells are gone, but well, uh, one talent is that uh, I went four and two picking throw six Throw that games. dick in the air, buddy. I'm going to four and two, four and two, Pat. <laughs> Doesn't uh, have quite the same ring, but. Look, six, six, six pack, I went four and two. And you know what? I'm not even going to be mad at that, that Akron game where Bowling Green somehow upset him. You know what? I don't know what the fuck I was thinking putting a Mac game on there. Mac games always fuck me. Yeah. What I'm really pissed about is the USC Trojans. <laughs> hmm. They just suck. Come on, man. When when your coach's job is on the line, you're playing it. I forget what the stat was. It was one of the two things that hadn't happened since 2001. It was either that they hadn't lost to a two and eight team. I think that's that late in the season since 2001. There was also another stat that they lost to all three California rival schools Ooh, in the same Stanford, season. Stanford, Cal, and UCLA. And UCLA. That's a rare fucking occurrence for Wow, I didn't even USC. think about that. It might even be the only time ever. Well, and they gave up like 300 yards rushing to that running back for UCLA. Yeah. It was a very annoying game to watch. I watched the whole Almost went thing. to it. I almost really? went to that one. We were looking... And it's just like, man. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> he was a fuck. Dude, that was their p- lowest attendance since like 1940. Really? Yeah, for that game. Probably could have gotten in for pretty cheap. Yeah. Man. Probably could have snuck right in, dude. Son of a Like bitch. you did before. But okay, let's do a little bit of a recap here. And when I mean recap, I want to talk about the good things in life, Patty C. Let's hear it. I'm very interested. I did lock up. The very, very golden Central Florida Knights. Let's mm. just talk. Let's just dive Maybe the right most in. golden. Like, take Notre Dame's helmet, right? Mm-hmm. That is nothing. Compared to the gold. The goldenness of the golden, golden Knights. Did you watch the game? Uh, I did. Parts. Parts of it. Your thoughts. Sorry, I'm slamming down this Gatorade. Trying to get hydrated. They just looked uh, better in every facet of the game. You know? And I think... In a week where everyone had this pencil in as a shit week, we saw a lot of teams really struggle. And you saw, to me, Notre Dame and Central Florida look good. Now, Notre Dame, look, I want to dislike them. I do think they got some fortune with Eric Dungy getting injured on his fourth passing attempt. Sure, yeah. But they still probably would have destroyed him because Syracuse defense looks like absolute dog shit. All right. Um, it's not a physical team. And maybe in the dome, but no way, no way yeah. outside of the dome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but let's just talk Central Florida. I mean, I, I mean that's a pretty big statement game. So is it the AP that's bumped bumped him up to number five now, or is it just like ESPN's power rankings? 
Uh, I can you do a quick search Let's on do a that? Little quick uh, Google search on because I kind of ignore these rankings these days because I yeah. just don't like them. Fair enough. You know, I just kind of just hate them all. But uh, I mean, I was really impressed. How about the defense that everyone was shitting on? Right. Cincinnati uh, had the twenty second best offense in the country. They are. They have, AP has fucking UCF at number eight. Okay. Behind Oklahoma, behind Georgia, behind Washington State. Well, I have the Danton Base top 25 here. Fortunately. And we're going to get to that. Okay, good. We shall get to that. Four and two, four and two, four my and friend. Two. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about some other topics like the Citadel. Let's. Citadel in Alabama, 10-10 at half. We exchanged a phone call at this time. Yes. When I have a theory, look, I knew the Citadel was not going to win this game. Even when it was 10, 10 and a half, I was like, it's not going to happen. But I do believe in my theory. I, uh, I think in the offseason, I studied some, some stat that said uh, back when Jeff Munkin was the coach, he's the Army coach now, runs the triple option. In West Point, he used to be the coach of Georgia Southern. Mm-hmm. Georgia Southern played Bama in one of their years they won the national championship, and they rushed for a large amount of numbers. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but... It's the highest I think that they've ever, anyone's oh, ever wow. rushed on on Bama in the Nick Saban era, and they actually scored a lot of points running the triple option. Now Georgia Southern was much better than than uh, the Citadel at running the option, so I have a theory that I think some other SEC teams should listen to, and that is bring back the triple option. I think if you're a team like Ole Miss, if you're a team like Arkansas, if you're a team like, uh, I mean, you could even say Mississippi State maybe because you're never going to have the same talent as Alabama or Auburn or LSU for the most part, right? Looks like Alabama gave up over 300 yards rushing that day to Georgia Southern. But it was a good average. I thought it was a strong average. 302 with a 7.7 yard per rush average. That's, That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I believe that if you want to beat Alabama or give them the hardest time, this one of these SEC teams should hire Jeff Munkin yeah. or Paul Johnson or Ken Niamatololo. Right. Now, here's my pushback, and this is information that was provided to me by the database about why Paul Johnson might not be the guy to do it. Recruiting tendencies. Well, yeah, he phones it in. Right. He's in Atlanta and he phones it in. He never even. I I, I was listening to a recruiting podcast, or or yeah, I think it was a recruiting podcast, and they said like he doesn't even cover the high school's best players in 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 Atlanta. So like that's locally. All he has to do is ten minute drive. <laughs> He's like no, nope. and he doesn't even go there, which is just mind boggling to me. Right. Yeah. When you think about it, especially now, I mean, Colby always harkens back to the nineties when. Georgia Tech won uh, a shared national yeah, championship, yeah. and they had some very good teams. Even late in the 90s when they had Joe Hamilton and uh, yeah, Des yeah. White and those guys, they, they had were some good. some serious yeah. talent, no doubt about it. And, no, granted, Georgia Tech faces a little higher academic uh, standards, but there's so much talent, and especially now, like before it had always been Florida, Alabama, or Florida, um, California, and Texas as the three most talented states. And then you had, like, Ohio, Ohio and Pennsylvania at four and five. Now Georgia is in a league of its own, like at that four spot, you still have those other three above, but now Georgia is 
clearly higher. You see it this year. Northwestern is playing for the Big Ten Championship. Last year, Stanford played for the Pac-12 Championship. Yeah. Why can Georgia Tech not be as good as them, if not better? With the academic And you standards. can also... When take, you have all yeah, that talent in your backyard. And, I mean, you could go to Georgia Tech basketball in the 90s. They were right. very, very good teams. Right. With James Forrest and Kenny Anderson and Malcolm Mackey and... And and Stefan Marbury. Oh yeah, they had ballers. Yeah. Lots of good players. I mean, Matt Harpering. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice pull. When you think about Georgia right now, or up until a couple of weeks ago, before they had this kind of semi minor exodus here of uh, commitments, they're still a top three recruiting team. I want to say, but they were last year like top two or three. Like that, they can recruit in that state, and they have access to Florida, access to South Carolina, access to Alabama. Like immediately around them, there's. A shit ton of talent right there. If Georgia can do it in the top three, why can't Georgia Tech do it in the top 10 to 15? Because he phones that shit in. That's why he needs to get Jeff Munkin. Imagine imagine a, a guy who could actually recruit running that system. Yeah. If they're, they, win the, they won the Orange Bowl and, a few and, years back. And, and check us out. Me, uh, me and my brother were talking, and he was saying, I was running this past him, and he was saying, that uh, players don't want to go there, and it doesn't work anymore. You have to, you, you can't be one dimensional anymore. And I disagree. I think the tide is shifting because on that. Because you look at Washington State; they're one pretty one dimensional, and they're almost in the college football playoffs right now. And if you look at the last team to recruit well and run the triple option, it, they had Eric Crouch, and they played for the national championship. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just randomly went out of style because, uh, you know, I think it had been too popular for too long and players wanted to run a pro style and appeal to like players desire to go into the pros. But at this point, college football is kind of, I don't know. I don't know why it feels different, but I feel like at this point, maybe it's because Paul Johnson and Jeff Mung, there are enough people out there doing it and succeeding with it that maybe it's time for it to come back. You know, that's kind of what it feels like to me. And that's why I think the sec should give it a whirl. And, I mean, and imagine hire Auburn. one of these coaches. Imagine oh, if Malzahn doesn't make it and they get Munkin. They wouldn't even with do five it, though, star it's not, still not flashy. They would get somebody Auburn else. Auburn doesn't need flash. I know, but... Auburn just wants to beat Alabama. They don't care how. They they'll, don't they'll care poison how. their fucking trees if they have to. Remember That's that? Right. <laughs> well, I think... Uh, was it that the other was way around? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I think... Uh, you know, I, I want to say Malzahn... Granted, it turned out to be kind of a flashy thing, but he was a high school coach. That was an experiment, you know? Yeah. And they were like, fuck it. You're doing something that can, you know, throw Bama for a loop. We'll give it a try. Hey, you might be onto something. But let's talk a few other. That's, so that's my thing. Look, Alabama playing the, the Citadel this late in the season is complete and utter bullshit. All those SEC matchups, bullshit. Because you know why? You see a team, and, and Joel Klatt once again, Kudos to Joel Klatt because he, he brings it up and he says, this is why you, you, you should play a conference game or a Power 5 team before your rivalry game because yeah. Maryland almost ruined or shocked the world. They should have shocked the world. It was a wide-open pass, Yeah, and he pulled a Pat Commerce. Wait. Right? Yeah, missing the target by <laughs> a while. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's, that's accurate. <laughs> but, uh, oh, shit, guys. Yeah. He sick burned my uh, high school quarterback days there. <laughs> uh, uh, but I did that. Oh, no. What are you, oh, no. I don't okay. care. I don't okay. Care. Um, so, so this, I thought Clatt brought this up. And because and, uh, who's the other guy with Clatt? 
uh, Gus Johnson. Yeah, Gus Johnson's like, is that a shout out to the SEC? And, and Joel Klatt's like, absolutely. <laughs> Gotta love that. And and because it's real. Playing yeah. UMass, I was getting into this. I mean, I, I, I just was bored, and I was looking at the schedule, and I was like, how do they never play two tough games in a row? Yeah. How the fuck is that possible? You're crazy if you don't think that has, like, a massive, like, impact, like, psychologically. Like, knowing that that's coming, seeing your schedule, not seeing, a, like, a break on it. Yeah. And then like going through it and getting a break versus not getting because a break. Maryland is it's not it's not even looked upon as a tough game but it's still it's like if, if they just scheduled Old Miss this week, yeah. I mean Old Miss has a decent track record for Bama. Even Mississippi State almost beat them last year. If you would just to pile two of those games around, not even Bama. I'm talking every team in the SEC that did this bye week bullshit. Just, yeah. And, and it is like when when I think about like when I have an upcoming vacation, you know, I know I can get through one more week. And like really focus on the week at hand, you know, because I have a vacation the next week, you know. But if you have like three or four weeks, it kind of just drowns out, and you go, "Fuck, this is overwhelming," you yeah. know. Yeah. They have scheduled with this eight game schedule plus these like little bye weeks sprinkled in, or like for all intents and purpose bye weeks. They give themselves a huge. It makes well, it really I mean, easy. The, the, where, where I will compare we go on this, this every week. We talk know, about this. Every I know, week. but but like, look at West Virginia. I mean, they play a brutal schedule. Right. They're at, fucking... Uh, they're, at Texas, uh, at Oklahoma State, back-to-back weeks, right? Or is it... Yeah, they're, they're fucking... No, uh, I think there's so many sandwiches in between. November is is yeah. absolutely brutal. And lo and behold, they get caught once in the process. You it's know? just a brutal schedule. I mean, look, yeah, it's just retarded. It's a, They got TCU in the middle. But TCU's better than Maryland in, in many ways. Not, the, not on the record this year. Talent-wise, they probably have more. And they're a lot better than the Citadel. They're well, everyone's better than the Citadel. Exactly. Fucking pathetic. And everyone's better than Idaho. How about Florida? The Gators. Two FCS teams. How do you feel about that? Nice work, Florida. Fucking bullshit. So 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 now what's classic is that the the when the SEC puts like ten teams in a bowl, they'll say the most bowl teams. Right. And it's like Exactly. To the idiots that don't pay attention to college football and really study the sport, you'll say, Well, of course you played eight eight uh well. In uh, Florida's defense, there only one bowl, only one FCS team counts towards your bowl. That's true. Count, but it's still bullshit. But it is still bullshit. And the fact that that is like the shit that's uh, Florida with their eight and three record right now is on most of the uh, bowl projections that I've seen across various websites. Uh, going to play in a New Year's Six bowl with two fucking FCS schools yeah, on their that's schedule. That's a, and they've lost. Twice that's f- at home. Yeah, that's a fourth of yeah. your wins are coming against FCS schools. <laughs> and you're like a fuck. And you have no, like, no great wins on your ass. Yeah. How is Florida they, getting they, a they New Year's Six? They beat LSU, but they lost to Kentucky, the Missouri, and home. amount of yeah. favoritism, like, it's just being thrown at the SEC. Is, it, and I know we do this every week, but it's just, it, it's obvious look, to me. They're, I want to see change. I don't mm. even truly hate the SEC. It's making me hate them but by scheduling line, like They're this. in line for potentially four New Year's Six uh, slash playoff teams. Yeah, it's retarded. LSU, Georgia, Alabama, and fucking Florida. Ridiculous. Come on. Yeah, yeah it's retarded. Give someone else a crack. Absolutely retarded. Meanwhile, you're going to have the Pac-12 with one team in the whole yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, but what do you, you think of that Ohio State-Michigan, or uh, Ohio State-Michigan game? Ohio State-Maryland game. That one, well, was a fucking great game. Yeah. That was a fucking great Maryland was getting some great bounces and was dialed in. And I give Ohio State a lot of credit for overcoming 
everything and just yeah. like deciding. Although maybe. I thought those refs were terrible on both sides. Yeah. On both sides of that. I was watching the game and I'm like, it seems like every call they would get wrong. Yeah. <laughs> at, at both sides. At least it was fair. I didn't see like it wasn't it wasn't like favored favoring one team fair or the other. Trash. But I was just like, how the, how do these guys dude make Urban a Myers yeah. Urban Myers level of befuddlement. <laughs> like throughout the game, every time I look at him, he's saying, What happened? I'm like reading his list. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh okay, recapping also, I mean, look, Charlotte, the 49ers, they fired their head coach, even though they were having a decent year. Man. Fired them. The Colorado Buffaloes, my Buffaloes, which I have an issue with firing, you know, my boy, Mike McIntyre, hmm. who I think deserves another year. You know, and I was thinking this. I was thinking, okay, Colby might just be, like, locked into this guy. He's his homie, whatever. He's a big Colorado homer, so he doesn't want to, like, like, ditch loyalty to this coach. But Colby is not the type of dude that would watch his own team go down in flames. He his faith in McIntyre, I assume, is well founded. You know, he's yeah. seen what else, what other coaches Colorado's have had before that failed, and he sees something else. Well, in and what he had to clean up, and then I think some bad breaks with some injuries. I don't want to make a ton of excuses, but the guy was the national national coach of the year, not Pac twelve national two years yeah. ago. That's two crazy. fucking years ago, and I think he did one of the best coaching jobs at San Jose State in the past couple decades. Now. I get it. It's an Auburn kind of move. Like, you, yeah, you're not Bama. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I now look, I, I, I'm frustrated when I watch the offense. They do it a little bit. It's like kind of like a uh, Duke and I can see Cutcliffe, you know, is he came from Cutcliffe at Duke. Yeah. McIntyre was once with him. Well, that's a part of a good fucking yeah, tree it's right good there. pedigree. He was also with Parcells in Dallas, but, mm. um, but I get a little frustrated with the offense. There's a lot of dink and dunks, short passing. Yeah. I think you should open it up when you have those type of playmakers. Yeah. Your best play, your best skill players on your team are uh, LaVisca Chenault and your quarterback, Montez. Right. Uh, so I get that frustration. Do I think he should be fired? Absolutely not. Especially because the win total was at four and a half early on. It did move it. up to five. So, so, so depending where you got it, uh, you at least push. But they still have one game left at Cal, which is a winnable game. Yeah, they could still go six and six, they exceed, still go exceed expectations, right. make a bowl game, and then next year they could have a winning fucking record. Yeah, and then he could also get this. I mean, he's recruit. He hasn't recruited that great until they had that ten win season. Yeah, well that so, helps. So that ten win season where they played for the Pac twelve championship. Yeah, that's true actually. And and they're they're not even upperclassmen yet. Yeah. You just got to trust the Wait, process. Let the guy build something. Trust the fucking if he's process. He's doing a good job. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but then also, what else do we got to talk? Well, Jeff Brom, they're saying he, they're, I mean, I'm getting a lot of stuff. Uh, no official words. It looks words. like a lock for Louisville. Gosh. Kobe doesn't like it. I hate it. He sees what they're doing. And I and don't he doesn't like, like it. it. <laughs> I just wish they, they would just start thinking about theirs. Right. <laughs> I think <laughs> they are thinking about theirs. <laughs> yeah, I think Jeff Brom is from Exactly there, right? what they're doing. <laughs> uh, look, I just want him to stay at Purdue because I love the potential of the come up of the big 10 West. Yeah. I want to see it a couple of years from now when Fleck has Minnesota going, although lovey, lovey just shit the bed. 63 <laughs> to nothing. Wow. You, are you fired after that? I mean, that kind of should be, <laughs> I mean, uh, coming, Against, coming like into the, the week, I was like, man, if they can win this game, they're going to be one game away from a bowl berth. Yeah. And then I'm like, you lost 63 to nothing at home. Yeah. How far have I, 
Illinois' expectations for their program falling. If you're like, fuck it, that, that's, that's the best we're getting here. Me and my brother were just talking about this in Idaho. When we really started to get, get into college football, early 90s, late 80s, Yeah, Illinois was awesome. I remember Illinois. They had Jeff George. Yeah. They had, after that, they had a, a quarterback named Johnny Johnson, and they had uh, Simeon Rice and Dan- the, the, what's the linebacker for the, uh, Kevin Hardy, Dana Howard, these line- awesome linebackers. Yeah. After that, they had they had uh, a quarterback, Kurt Kittner, I believe his name was, and, and Rocky. Rocky. The Dan DeVay's is digging. Uh, running back, Rocky. I'm out of my depth here. <laughs> anyway, and then they had Mendenhall. Mendenhall, yeah. Uh, was it Loxley was there? Uh, Rocky, under, uh, Rocky Harvey was his name, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Who was it? Uh, the guy that went to Florida eventually. Uh, the coach. Zook. Zook had Mike Loxley, the Maryland guy. And they were pulling in talent. Didn't they get a... Vontae Davis. Vontae Davis. One of the Demetrius Ben or whatever. Yeah. I forget what his yeah, name was. Yeah, why not? Yeah, they were yeah. getting a lot of like fucking... But top. this team, had, I mean, historically, Dick Buckus went there. You know what I mean? Historically, yeah. they well, have been... Well, they're right like in Chicagoland, you know? But this is like one of the most... Look, I read this a few years back. This Granted, this was like a decade ago. But like, I want to say it was... Who's the fucking recruiting uh, guru? Phil Steele. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. He was saying top recruiting areas in the country are uh, Florida. I think our cities are like okay. like metropolises. Uh, Los Angeles number one. I want to say Houston was number two. Chicago was number three. Uh, and Virginia Beach was number. Where was f- Dallas? Dallas? Virginia Beach was number there, right? four, and Miami was number five at the time. I don't know where Dallas was. All all they listed was the top five, but. There, Chicago is top three, and like you have access that all that talent sitting there, and you're gonna let who? Well, here's another thing too: is whoever their athletic director was, because even in the '90s and in the late '80s, and even a little bit of the early 2000s, their basketball team was great too. Yeah, they had. Uh, I mean, they had Nick Anderson. They had. Uh, I mean, they they went deep in the tournament lots of years. Yeah, they had when they had Darren Williams. They went to the national championship. Yeah, and I think lost to Arizona, right? Or was at the final four? There's really no reason. Yeah. There's no reason. It's like, but what happened to these? But both the programs are kind of in in a little bit of shambles. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, I mean, do you give Lovey a fourth year? I think every coach should get four I years. I think you do, just because yeah. he started with nothing, and they they started in certain games this year. Now that game, they look like absolute dog shit, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I mean, that's bad at home, right? So on the road, you can kind of like. No, it's also can, bad against like a neighboring state. Yeah. You know, like a rival doesn't game. have. Anything, yeah, <laughs> right. Like talent wise, you didn't They've, even go to the cornfields for that. That happened right. in your own backyard. backyard. Champagne is probably a cornfield. Let's be honest. <laughs> but, um. All right. Well, anyway, yeah, that sucked. So, so you give him a fourth year. I think I would too. I would yeah. just say fuck it. Yeah. Give him a fourth year. I got a little bit more I want to recap about, but first I want to tell you: Have you ever wanted to place a bet and didn't because you're afraid to pick a wrong team, Pat? I have. Hmm. Well, this Thanksgiving, it's finally possible for you to get a 100% refund on your bet if you lose it. Jeez. Sounds good. With this Turkey Day free play, you can bet the spread on either the Bears or the Lions. If it wins, you win. If it loses, my bookie will give you your money back up to $250. Uh, I'd bet $250 on the nose on that one. You literally cannot lose. It's no risk, all gravy. All reward. Uh, All gravy. Yeah. Uh, 
My Bucky offers such a great product. I see what they did there. That just occurred to me. Thanks, <laughs> and, and there has literally never been a better time to try them out, unless your sports book is offering something like this. I'll think. I think you should switch. I think you should switch to it. And I've never heard a sports book doing a fr- you know a freebie like this ever in my life. So you should, you know, get over to mybookie.ag, sign up. Like I said, pull the trigger and just get this thing going, guys. It's a free fucking play. Yeah, up to two fifty. Jeez, that's like, that's like basically. And you know what? Take the Lions because they're the fucking dogs, and uh, you know that's like having you know you, that's like you don't even need to call a prostitute. You know what I mean? She's already at your house in your bedroom, ready to do the thing. You know what I mean? I'm trying to see the analogy. <laughs> It is that good. It's, yeah. it's a similar, similar feeling. <laughs> she's already paid for. That's what I'm saying. It's she's house there. Money. She's there. You don't even gotta. You know, you're yeah. winning. You're you're waking up tomorrow a better man. Uh, <laughs> well, a happier man. I'm talking like not an actual prostitute, but like just ha- let's just let's just say you got uh, uh, who's an actress that you you want to Jessica Alba. Oh geez, we go back to okay. <laughs> Well, yeah. Colby has Jessica yeah. Alba. No one else is allowed to touch her. Yeah, please. I will punch you in your face <laughs> if you ever Google her. Think about her. Hey, Google her. Right. Uh, okay, but that's a free play. You just do it. You do it. It's yeah. that simple. Hey, get off your ass. Type type in, what is it? Was it MyBookie we said? MyBookie.ag. Get it's that money. Literally, no risk. There's no risk. It's a free play up to $250. All right. I you think, better start thinking about yours, guys. That's right. <laughs> Go think about it. Get think some, about it. <laughs> get, get some fucking turkey money. All right. Okay, look, I want to do a little bit more of the recap here because I wrote down some key points here, and I want to talk about uh, less miles to Kansas. Are you about that or not? I am extremely about that. <laughs> He's one of my favorite coaches, and I also saw, I think, his son threw a touchdown pass or returned a kick or something in the uh, North Carolina, Western Carolina game. Nice. Something like that. Maybe, yeah, he somehow scored or made a big play or something. Was he a uh, Western Carolina? Uh, I'm, assu- I'm making that assumption. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, On a similar note, uh, Towson's quarterback, Flacco. Tom Flacco. Got something going against Jamio. I think he threw a touchdown. Well, Tom Flacco is an interesting case because two uh, a year and a half ago, he was penciled in to be the starter at Western Michigan. This is the database having he, random knowledge and about then he, <laughs> an FCS player. He got someone else started over him, so he got he got benched and he transfers to Rutgers, yeah. where the same situation happened this preseason in August. So then he grad transferred to Towson, probably sitting in Maryland using his brother's money, mm-hmm. eating crab legs and fucking hot chicks. Mm. You know what I mean? Living the living the college experience. <laughs> you know, he's truly living the college experience, but hey, he got some shine. Did they beat JMU? No, they got their ass kicked. Well, just like almost every other team that plays JMU. Keep in mind, folks, we are not going to abandon the FCS, especially as JMU progresses in the playoffs. You will hear me telling you all about the FCS tournament. And keep in mind that they open the season at West Virginia next year. So Patty C is cool. hoping. Hoping that Will Greer turns pro because he is not a senior. Oh, I hope we get fucking Will Greer, and I hope he gets body slammed through the fucking... In Morgantown, you might lose by 30 points. Probably. You're not supposed to show your weakness. It's happened before. I've I've, I've been there when that's happened, and I had 100 beer bottles thrown at my fucking head. (laughs) You've told this story on it. fucking assholes. 
Um, okay, but so Les Miles, I think it's awesome. He's uh, got to bring yeah. in talent. Oh, yeah. Dude, can you do any better at he's one Kansas? Of, yeah, and he's one of the most entertaining coaches. Yeah. Fake field goals, fake punts. Sure. Crazy play calls. You want to you know add what I mean? a fun level to can They need that. They need the juice, you know? It, Alabama can get away with Nick Saban being a fucking wet blanket because he fucking wins and they don't... And I also think... the Need pe- any help recruiting. The pendulum is swinging back. Toward to, to power football in the Big Twelve because if you look at Baylor, Matt Rule's a power coach. Okay, Matt Campbell for the most part not not a yeah. not a spread it out guy, kind of a sure. power power running guy. Absolutely. You add Les Miles, you got Bill Snyder. Still, he he definitely is not a spread it out coach. That that's that's four teams right. there or five teams, right? Four, five. Yeah, Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa State, Baylor, Baylor. That's four. Four. Okay, four. It's 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 swinging. Four out of ten. It's swinging. It's almost halfway there. Swinging like my dick. There you go, buddy. Like all the way down. That and small miniature schlander of yours. Fucking <laughs> yardstick just, you know, windmilling. Okay, now let's talk about the Pittsburgh <laughs> Panthers because speaking of swinging dicks, they happened. <laughs> they, they had a small swinging dick early in the year, and all of a sudden, a rocket heart erection yeah. came out of nowhere. Hello, Mandingo. <laughs> And, and all of a sudden, weird. yeah. Okay. <laughs> all of a sudden, this team is is playing ball, and they're gonna have the chance. If they, what you think they beat Miami this weekend? Yes. So then they come in. Where's that game being played? In South Florida. Doesn't really make a difference. Although, Rick had his boys show up a little bit in Blacksburg. Uh, I don't know if that was as much Rick having his boys show up or Fuente and Foster not which, having. That's their... my next note that I made here while uh, I was watching games on Saturday. Yeah. And I wanted your hot take on your boy, oh, Justin. No, he's Fuente. not my boy. I think I think he's your boy. <laughs> uh, well, here's the deal. He, this will be his first time. This is bad because Reading Tech's not going to make a. Bowl By the game. way, we <laughs> had this conversation last week. I want you guys to recall last week's episode where Colby said Justin Fuente has proven ten times more as a coach. Than Mark Richt and I told Colby he's an asshole. I, uh, he made that uh, argument. Did, did I say <laughs> he's that? probably drunk. That's, <laughs> that's the alcohol talk. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he did prove at Memphis. To me, Rick has not gone to it. He walked into a perfect situation he at did. Georgia. He walked into Florida from State. from Florida State. Yeah. yeah, and so to me, I've never seen Rick just at, like automatically like take a team that's not talented. That's like, true. What, a- what what my my argument was, I think, and now it's coming back a little bit more. Fuente walked into Memphis, and I think Turned they were winless. I think they were, if not winless, they had one win the year prior. Yeah. And he turned it around, took him to a bowl game his first or second year. Sure, sure. And that was really impressive to me. So a little bit, I'm going to still stand by my drunken comments and say he has accomplished more as a college football coach mm-hmm. no. than Mark overrated-ass <laughs> Vic, Vic Richt. Mark Richt was three yards away from beating Alabama for the SEC championship in the year that Alabama beat Notre Dame by 40 Dude, points for the national He was Champions. three yards away? I don't Get this. Care. I was one correct phone call away from acting with Jessica Alba for eight hours, and I would have talked her in to come in on the podcast, <laughs> and that's how close I was. Yeah. So my point close is... Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Yes. Yes. Mark Richt is a better coach than Justin Fuente. We... Shall see. Coaches have down years. You know this, right? Justin Fuente has yet to have an up year. Frank Beamer stepped down voluntarily from Virginia Tech because he had a seven and six season after the program had gotten used to ten or eleven. Six and six, no? They won the bowl game? Whatever it was. Okay. Same difference. 
That is becoming what Justin Fuentes' norm. His trend is, well, is they going might down. Not go bowling if they can't yeah. beat Virginia or even Marshall is. A, yeah, they've scheduled Marshall on. December I love that. 1st. They, by the way, the classic scumbag move. There, they didn't want to tarnish their their bowl record. They pulled a Florida State after earlier in the season, being like, "No, we're not going to schedule an extra game." They're like, "Ah, yeah, we need it now." Uh, hey, Marshall, how you doing? I hope fucking Mendenhall goes down it, to Blacksburg on Friday. 12.30 kickoff. Whoa. He and knows his want, stuff. I'm ready. And fucking snuffs out that bowl streak right on the spot. Virginia Tech, you're still a, a team that I like. But I want Fuente gone, and I've said this since... They're not going to fire him for one year. From the time... Maybe next year. That I Well, whatever. Put a fucking feather in that firing cap. Because you know what I want? I want the Black Diamond boys. I want Rich Rodriguez and Bud Foster on the same fucking coaching staff. And I've wanted it since 2000 and I'm waiting 18 years and <laughs> this shit has got to come and to the fruition. the chances of that happening because he's going to go to a school like Charlotte. Are dwindling. I could see him going I to want, Charlotte. Look, the only, I want Bernie Lomax to stay at Kansas State forever. Me too. And I, th- I hope he beats Iowa State and retains his job, yeah. gets a winning season, yeah. you know. But if some set of dominoes could fall that could get Fuente to move closer to his home in Oklahoma which is the only re- reason I think he would leave Blacksburg, which is a good situation for him, then that opening could happen and we could see Foster and Rodriguez, who had been strongly rumored for that job before Fuente got it. That combination, because Foster can still coach defense despite having a down year, and Rodriguez yeah. clearly can put together when he gets the right pieces a fucking destructive, amazing offense, they could make a push back into the national title picture. But with, freaking with Fuente in that talent base, it will never happen. So it's a waste of fucking time for them. Well, you're, Get rid of them now. You're a waste of time. And I want to say, before I end this recap and could slide into the database top 25, how about my pick of Washington State minus nine and a half at <laughs> home against the Arizona Wildcats. That, that was a good pick about four minutes into that game. <laughs> 55 points at halftime, Pat. Yeah. Michael Leach. This is supposed to be a down year. I listened uh, to a couple podcasts. A lot of people thought he was not going to go to a bowl this year. Oh, crazy. he lost a ton of players last year. Yeah. You're seeing the genius of a coach that Tennessee should have fucking hired. They're, they're hosting Washington this week. Yeah. Which they still could lose. I hope they win that. Yeah, I uh, hope they win that I hope too. They get that. I mean, would they still go to the Rose Bowl, or is this for the uh, Pac-12 North? I think it's for the North. whole thing because they, ha- yeah, the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, because because uh, that USC Washington game, lost that, against that stupid uh, USC game we went to, where they actually yeah. want that they were the better team on the field. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Ah, but Michael Leach, what a guy! Where is he going to get hired? Is he just going to stay? Tennessee was going to hire him, and then they were like, their fan base was not happy with it. I bet they feel like fucking idiots right now. Yeah. Because Missouri just gave a doo-doo platter to the... Uh, to the uh, I think it's a poo-poo platter. Yeah. That's, that's an actual dish. <laughs> a doo-doo platter. <laughs> a doo-doo platter is even, but, even worse. Hey, Vanderbilt or Tennessee at Vanderbilt this week. Winner goes is bowl eligible. Loser is go, goes home? Yeah. Go Vandy. I, the Commodores have like a two or three game win streak against the Go against the Vols. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Dantabase top 25 time. I just Get want to tell you that before I tell you that the college experience is brought to you by Odd Shark. You know things, they're odd and they're sharks. Can't, can't go against that, Pat, right? They're always 
odd sharks out there. You know, I watched the odd couple while well, watching Shark Week. Yeah, while watching Shark Week on another television, <laughs> and it's really fantastic. And then you were yeah. reminded that the best fucking bets were are found on, on Odd, odd Shark. Shark. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So head over to OddShark.com to find free picks from their super computer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends that you you can't find anywhere else, guys. Simply. You simply can't find them anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at OddShark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. They're great people, guys. We're great people. We are in business together. <laughs> I don't know Funny how that recommendation comes across. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Maybe I need a head crack when I need a beer. Give me a beer. Come on, give me a fucking pussy. beer. Give me way. a beer. No more Gatorade. I'm done with this. With the 25th pick in the draft. <laughs> the database, uh, top, the 25 database draft. top 25. You know, they eked one out. They eked. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I have the Appalachian State Mountaineers. Did they eat one out? They're nine and two. I thought they won uh, kind of handily. They did destroy. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was going to say uh, Wisconsin, but I, that was my 26th Raider team. Okay. Uh, what am I hearing? Okay. Uh, App State, they're going to go 10 and two. Well, they got Troy this weekend, and that, that's a huge game. If you follow Sunbelt football, pretty much that is championship a, uh, plan. The winner is going to go to the championship. Yeah. That's a great game, but it's at App State. I would favor App State. I think App State will get it done, despite all the injuries. I think they're going to get it done, and they shall go ten and two this what year. What is that game? You said it's in App State. Yeah, yeah, that, that should be a win. But it's that'll be a close game though. Troy, Troy can play some football. So I got them. They're going to go ten and two. I think they're they're, my, they're right, right now. They're nine and two. They're twenty uh, fifth rated team, Pat. Are they? Uh, do they have a Trojan horse? Ready for App State. I just watched Troy the other day on TV, on Netflix again. What, do they have a Troy? I don't know. I was <laughs> trying to make a terrible joke. I like how uh, sexy uh, Brad Pitt is in Troy. Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, that I was, like, just, you know, the way I talk into this thing. And I, I was like... It was making, well, I like yeah. how sexy that is, too. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people do. That's why I like they how say... Your lips gently graze against the microphone. Uh, And, and, and mm-hmm. I think I, I had Casey Affleck, you know, I had some... He actually liked a couple of my tweets. <laughs> You're full of shit. No. Really? No. Man. I guess he Google searched his name. He's your doppelganger now. That, exactly. Exactly. Beautiful. And we did have some some slight conversations via Twitter. You're full of shit. No. I'll even shall you, you I have shall I message? Shall I show you the proof in the call, pudding? Call Casey right now. I don't have his phone number. You guys are BFFs. But I'll say this. Uh, look at this. Look at this. Let's let's just talk. You guys are docking. You guys dock on the weekends now, don't you? Uh, we pay, pretty much just talked about... Uh, Felching? You guys felched? We sent photos. Look, look to Casey Affleck. We're talking here. He's Is it like, hey, I'm, I'm you? No, pretty you much he me? said, I'm glad someone's getting... Here, I want to quote what he said here. Uh, just because uh, I said, just saw, I, I messaged him saying, just saw you like to tweet from me, you know, and uh, I get confused as you, if you've ever listened to our podcast and I sent him a link to the podcast, shamelessly promoting Boom, the podcast. Nice plug, nice and plug. then he goes, I uh, uh, hope they don't put you in a movie soon, LOL, right? And he goes, uh, we have a new film we were working on. Maybe, maybe I need you to duplicate me, LOL. Nice. Uh, yeah, but he's joking. And I said, stunt double, right? 
And then well, I you sh- have to be able to do stunts. To well, be I, a stunt I can chug a beer or something. Well, you, you know can what get I mean? hit over the head with a baseball you know? bat and not lose a single. And then I told up. him I got into a party with him at the Roosevelt, and he says, "How do you feel looking and feeling like me?" And I said, "Not very good." <laughs> Ouch. And, and Conversation then, ended yeah, awkwardly. Uh, and then I said, "I got into a party at the Roosevelt," and he goes, "I bet the ladies at the Roosevelt love you." And I said, well, of course they do. And just fucking around shit like that. But uh, we did talk for a little bit there. Are you guys BFFs now? Well, not really. I don't. Are you going to get Casey Affleck on the show? That would be pretty awesome. That would be dope. But I don't know. We've That's as much as we really talked. Didn't get too personal, but. That's a good start. That's a good start. Affleck. Affleck. Remember when Gilbert Godfrey, didn't he get fired for doing an Affleck commercial? He got fired for that? Because he did some. It was like some reference to like a national disaster. He did like. A joke or something after oh, I don't know something inappropriate. inappropriate. He tweeted something that was I thought it was rather hilarious. I can't remember it though. Can't get. But okay, my twenty fourth rated team is the Kentucky Wildcats. Yeah. Nice win against Middle Tennessee. Closer than supposedly expected. Although pretty much anyone who knows anything about college football thought that Middle Tennessee would be up for a good game on that one. Yep. I think I went Kentucky, and I think I lost on that one on the spreadsheet. Mm. Once again, you can find all of our picks, every single Division One college football and college basketball game over at the sportsgamblingpodcast.com. You can uh, scroll to picks in the NCAA football section or the NCAA basketball section. We give them away. For basketball, we do them daily, a spreadsheet released every single day, guys. And for football, we do one every single week. But every game is covered right here at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Also, while we're on it, we have finally reached the point, Patty C. Yes. We have shirts. We have sweatshirts. Boom. We have gear. Guys, you want to do you, you've been listening to our picks, you've been cashing in. Look, we don't ask for much. I don't I don't charge you 20 bucks a month or 50 bucks a month for my picks. I just give it to you free, right? Free. All we want really is some iTunes reviews. And maybe, maybe right around the holidays, maybe you, buy, maybe you buy a shirt, a sweatshirt, give it to your brother, a sister, your mother. But they're when, comfortable as fuck. And they, they're, they're out there in the world now. You can buy them. And the best part about that is, is it helps us a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. We get to throw our dick up in the air a little more. And it spreads the word. If someone sees a, a shirt like that, which, by the way, not that many people realize the reference the reference there. A couple, we, couple people we break got, it down? Let's got, let them figure it out. To, yeah. There's a subliminal message in the, the college experience. The first part is pretty logo. obvious. Yeah. The second part is a little more yeah, yeah. nuanced there. And there might even be a third part. Wow. Three things in there. <laughs> <laughs> she better start thinking about your story. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about, dude. I'm retarded. Okay. Right. The 23rd team in the nation, the Washington Huskies. Took care of business against Oregon State. Did not cover because that spread was ridiculous. And uh, I did hit on Oregon State. And, uh, yeah, they're in a position where they can potentially play for the Pac-12 championship, which in a way is what they wanted at the beginning of the year, although they've had a disappointing season. They can kind of savor the season if they pull up with a win. They had a definitely a disappointing season. If they, if they get this win, they're probably going to march right into the Rose Bowl. You know, Chris Peterson could beat Ohio State. You want to do any, not that he needs to audition for that USC job on any level, but he is still probably one of the top three candidates for it and beating Ohio state or Michigan in the Rose bowl or fuck uh, Northwestern at this point is still a possibility. Yeah. 
would do him wonders for that job. What does USC pay? Well, now you've got Jimbo Fisher sitting on $7.5 million a year. If USC wants to compete in the current market, yeah. he could probably get a USC pretty big has raise. endless money. They got that George Lucas money, buddy. Um, that's right. Um, University of Spoiled Children. Yes, yes. So I got the Huskies there. They can fix things this week. Okay. At number 22, I got the Texas A&M Aggies, who actually, they scheduled a cream puff. They thought it was going to be a, scre- a cream puff, but they played 9-1 and one, uh, UAB, and they handled business. Well, of course, UAB... Coming at College Station, I thought the odds of them pulling that off very unlikely, especially since they didn't have a football program three years ago. However, credit where it's due. Credit where it's due. Nice credit, win. You're, you're ranked because of that. And that was a rather impressive performance in the way you won. All right. At 21, they're back in the top 25 after a week out of it. I got the Fresno State Bulldogs. They handled the San Diego State Aztecs, took control of that division. And now they're going to play either Boise State or Utah State in the Mountain West Championship. By the way, what a game this weekend. Utah State at Boise State. Is that a Saturday game or is that a Saturday? I that's think it's a Saturday. Saturday. I think it's a Saturday. It might it's be a Friday Thanksgiving night. weekend. They put a lot of... Yeah, uh, we got games all week. It's, yeah, a lot, a lot of nice stuff on Friday. It's, it's a wild one. But the Bulldogs... By the way, I heard that uh, Colorado is looking at Tedford. Would he leave his school? Fresno, he should for a Pac-12 job. He went to Fresno State. That shouldn't matter. All right. All right. That'd be an interesting hire. Next up. He should go to fucking USC. Yeah. He could do a California kid, too. Yeah. And they pass, and he's a known quantity. That would be something that would be. And it's. While USC loves the USC family, I think that they've done it for so many, like, iterations in a row now that they know they need to step out of the box a little bit. He seems, like, right up the fucking alley to be that guy. But if, anyway, if they don't get John Harbaugh, who you want to go to the Cleveland Browns, who, who let's just take a second. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, guys. I, I didn't mean, I didn't it. mean to go there. It had to be said. What the fuck is this shit? They interviewed Condoleezza Rice <laughs> to be the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. She's a secretary of state. Or this former secretary. is just like what I talked about on one of our episodes last week about comedians that could jump like Steve O and Ron Artest or Meta World Peace and 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 take their name. Other people that have that have no background in stand up jumping in to the the world. And it's like, what the fuck Into is the this? Big leagues. Yeah, headlining, you know. She th- this is an even more absurd like situation. Because those guys have no business headlining a stand up show. But co- pro football coaching <laughs> You worked like, for like 20 years for it. And it's like, this is someone who has zero experience. Yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable. I mean, I, 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 maybe they're just trying to get a rise out of me. I don't know if there's a psychological I thing there. I think there is like, okay. you know, I think that's the Maybe I of, shouldn't have even addressed it. Well, let's just say, yeah, you're just feeding their little thing. Yeah. They're so pathetic for the nth year in a row that they're willing to do these little likes, uh, what do they call that, uh, publicity stunts. Yeah. In order to get attention. I would hire OJ Simpson to be my head coach before I would hire Condoleezza <laughs> Rice. Uh, yeah, well. At least he's got a football background. Right. He's, he's gone to jail. He's innocent <laughs> of murder, apparently. And, uh, uh, you know, I used to walk right by uh, where that whole thing went down. Hi, oh. Jeez. Yeah. Was I've right actually been to that two house. Blocks oh, the from house my is work. destroyed. I, I've been right around there. Where they just blocked off the little walkway there. My, my ex would, uh, uh, hike dogs over there, so we stopped by. Nice. So, anyway, John Harbaugh, apparently the entire 
uh, Cleveland, the entire Harbaugh family grew up in the Cleveland Toledo type area and both sides of the Harbaugh family, Jack and whatever the wife's name is, were huge Browns fans. So he grew up a Browns fan. I like Here's, here's really the upshot of what I like. He's going to mutually part ways with Baltimore, supposedly, potentially. You stay in the AFC North where you're familiar. You know, you're a proven quantity. You're better than anything you Baltimore's had. You go home, and more than anything, you can help sell Michigan to Ohio recruits for your brother, Jim, and then Ohio State diminishes. Nice. Which, you know, I'm all about. Let, so. let me ask you about this one. I, well, first of all, I would like to see him go to college because I like college football more than the NFL. Sure. However. He strikes me as a pro coach, though. I would like to see if Purdue loses Brown. I'd like to see them get Harbaugh. So there's two Purdue or two Harbaugh's in the Big Ten Conference. Oh, man. Playing in you the didn't th- you, didn't, you didn't think about that. Well, you better start well, thinking about yeah, yours. Think <laughs> uh, but, dude, tell me that wouldn't be awesome. I also want Colorado to take a strong look at my boy, Eric Bieniemy. Where is he coaching? He's the offensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs, huh. with the Pat with Pat Mahomes, Playing Andy Reid's OC, and Andy Reid's offensive coordinators, pretty successful in history. Yeah. So maybe Andy the Reed. Buffs, maybe the Buffs pull a pull a Nebraska and bring somebody home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sleeping with the enemy. There we go. There we go. All right. At number twenty, I got. We're taking a long ass time. The Pittsburgh Panthers. We talked about them. Pat and Arduzzi. What? A coaching job he has done. They're very young, too, so watch out for them next year. Locked into the championship game now. Yep. I can't wait. I, can't, I, I have the strangest feeling they're going to upset Clemson. Hey, it's happened before. Pitt, especially with Pitt. Yep. Uh, and at number 19, I got the Cincinnati Bearcats. Look, you dropped, but you played a top 10 database team. There you go. And... So you, you look, you, you were you were numbered thirteen last week. Now you're number nineteen. That's how it works. They're gonna go ten and two. They play East Carolina this week. That's a great season. Yeah. Good job, Luke. You know they're young too. They're extremely young too, dude. Starting a freshman quarterback this year. Yeah, buddy. Bearcats on the rise. There you go. Just and they play at Ohio State next year. <sighs> week two, which I don't think Ohio State has lost at home to a school from Ohio. Uh, in over like a hundred and five or ten years. I wish it was at Cincinnati though, because I don't bargain. They right. <laughs> well, Ohio State doesn't bargain. Yeah. And they will. They played at Paul Brown Stadium a few years back, but they will never go to fucking. Uh, what's that the? Was uh, great, that was a great save by you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's uh Cincy's uh stadium? I forget what it's called. Uh, uh, Paul Brown Stadium. No, that, that's the Bengals. That's the Bengals. Yeah, it's uh, like Nimitz or something. I don't know. They got that cool little design on their sleeve that like yeah. is the same as their stadium. Anyway, uh, yeah, they won't go there. Um, but 10 win season, 10 win season. And if they go to Ohio state and they get it done, especially with the big 12 clunking out of the playoff again this year, bring on the invite, big 12, bring on the fucking just grab central Florida, grab Cincinnati, grab Memphis, boost to 14 teams. And your, your BYU, BYU. And there, there you have it. Lottie freaking da. All right. At number 18, I got the Boise state Broncos. They got a lot to say this weekend. Huge game. Huge game. Uh, they were 25 last week. Or, or Yeah, 25. They're up to 18. They whooped up uh, on the road at New Mexico. Other teams lost, so they get the boost. Yeah. Uh, and at number 17, I got the Utah Utes. 
look, they they got talk about an injury prone team that just keeps winning. They smacked Colorado pretty nicely. Yeah, and they're playing for the Pac-12 championship now. They was clinched. it snowing there? I didn't get to. It see. was snowing. The yeah. referee had to tell the PA Fans. system of stop. Yeah, PA. The tell the PA system. <laughs> This is alcohol. Say through the PA uh, system. Yeah. Uh, to stop throwing snowballs because the guy tried to return a punt and I guess he got hit with a snowball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's always a win. I remember, you remember that NFL game where I think it was Sean Gale, the safety of the uh, Chargers, I think got hit. It was like at the Giants. And the Giants fans all thought it started throwing snowballs <laughs> at the Chargers. Classy ass New Yorkers. Yeah. Sean Gale, Tecmo Super Bowl player. Nice. Um, uh, where am I at here? So, yeah, Utah. This is their first ever Pac-12 title game they're going to be in. They were the only team in the South that had not represented the nice. South since well they expanded. Done, Kyle Whittingham. You know, in the ACC, the Coastal, with Pitt going, there's only one team that hasn't gone to the, hasn't represented the Coastal, <laughs> and that is your And that Wahoos. will change <laughs> next year. <laughs> okay. At, uh, Dude, number- Washington, I mean, uh, Utah could beat Washington State or Washington. Well, Utah played at Washington State, I think, earlier in the year, and I think they lost by one. <laughs> Yeah. So that yeah. game could you be put that. What yeah. is it? What is it? Uh, Levi uh, in San yeah. Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. That could easily go. Uh, that could be wild. Utah's way. That could be wild. Okay. At number sixteen, I got the Northwestern Wildcats getting a road victory against wild. row the boat. PJ Fleck. Good win. Good yeah. win. They're they they're. The Big Ten West is fucking up and down. It's a hard division though. Like it's getting better follow. and better though, dude. It That's is. why I want Brom to stay. Because mm-hmm. look, if you I don't know if you it's easy to see a tide turn, as George W said. <laughs> and you're seeing Nebraska starting to do it. They beat Michigan State. Sure. Oh, Nebraska they is definitely great against Ohio State. I'm telling you, next year this team is gonna be Wrong. on one. Yeah. Taking that kind of momentum into an offseason does wonders. Yeah. You're like working harder in the weight room, your confidence is up, you walk into week one. And they started a freshman quarterback. He can only get better. Let's right? hope. Unless you're Alex Hornerbrook, where somehow you get worse as you get more experience. <laughs> uh, okay, at number 15, I got the Florida Gators. Look, they got two FCS wins. They were pieces of shit. Three, eight and three, eight and three. three. La-dee-da. All right, I don't want to touch much on them because, look, they just played Idaho. Those Idaho Idaho dropped down to the uh, FCS, and they're like four and they were four and they're four and seven now. But I think they were four and six coming in last week. They struggle on the FCS level. They suck. Although I do miss saying the name, the Vandals. Great, great name. Good name. All right, and at number fourteen, they dropped down some spots. They got the West Virginia Mountaineers. They lost. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Colby, Colby, and I went off on each other for about fifteen minutes before we got on air here. Yeah. Uh, Colby completely undersells West Virginia. The Iowa State loss was bad, but they were Here's a my hair argument. away from beating a, an Oklahoma State team in Stillwater that just gave Oklahoma a fucking huge run towards money. Here is my the argument. Previous week. They're a good team, just like they always are. But they're the same West Virginia. The only difference is the Big 12 is a little bit down. They are not the same West they Virginia. They can't play defense. We saw it. They are they the West Virginia up by that hung 10 with four minutes left. 70 points in the Fiesta Bowl five, six years ago. Fiesta Bowl, Fiesta Hole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh You're a fucking idiot. They're okay. not good. They're going to lose to Oklahoma. Kyler Murray might score 1,000 points. Yeah, well, uh, well, we're going to mark it down right here. I'm going <laughs> to tell in you. In basketball, 1,000 <laughs> yeah, points. He's going to drop I'm just a, retarded a fucking G. Look. Okay. 
No, they're in Morgantown, and I'm going to call it right now. West Virginia puts gets the upset. Oklahoma out of the fucking uh, Big Ten champ or Big Twelve championship game, which will throw a monkey wrench into the New Year's Six bowl projections because Oklahoma at ten and two, you would think would make it over a nine and three Florida. Okay, okay, sure, sure. West Virginia gets the Sugar Bowl. You throw Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl. And matter of fact, you probably throw Texas in over uh, Florida at that point too. For, for making it to their conference championship game. Well, then it helps UCF beat Temple, and Temple destroyed me. How about that? UCF beat Temple. Yes. By double digits. Oh, but they gave up 600 yards of offense. Meanwhile, everyone in the top 10 just gave up 600 yards of offense and True. barely won. You, you, I mean, you squeak one out against uh, Maryland, who Temple destroyed at Maryland by 20 or 30 yeah. points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then Oklahoma struggling with Kansas. Kansas. Oklahoma, the week after struggling with uh, Oklahoma State. Even Michigan struggled with Indiana. Right. So get the picture here is that during the year, shit like this happens. So when you when you come at UCF, you, by the way, the UCF defense only gave up seven points to Cincinnati. Seven. What the other uh, six come off of? Uh, a fumble, a strip sack in the end zone. Ah, that's right. Yeah. Right off the bat. Yeah. First, second play of the game. Um, why is it that, and this is it, really, the only... The only team that's on the bubble that the committee has qualms with putting in, you know, if they win out, is UCF. If if Ohio State wins out, no problem. They're in. If Oklahoma wins out and someone opens up a little crack for them, you know, Ohio State or one of the other teams loses, Oklahoma's in. No, no doubt about it. Yeah. Even, like, Washington State, you know, to a lesser extent. I think Washington State is not part of that, like, you know, classic elite group, so they get left out a little bit. Which is bullshit also. Which is bullshit. West Virginia would have been kind of the same. They're on that, like, next bubble down. But UCF has to, like, some for some reason overcome, like, so much to be in that conversation, despite, like, really having at this point, like, the exact same resume or better. They don't have any fucking losses, you know, as yeah. these other teams. It's like... Why do they have to prove so, so, so much more than everyone else just to get a fucking crack? It, it because is. the fucking playoff is still, or the Invitational is still an old boys network, and nothing has changed. It's the same bullshit. It is a hunt. You are 100% correct. I had something I was going to read that I can't find right now, but yes, you are completely right with all that shit. It, it makes, there's just zero logic that goes on. And I'm not even an SEC hater. I'm only a hater because I see an advantage well, in their scheduling. it's not only SEC. Yeah. It's SEC. It's Big 12. You know, if, if USC was 11-1 and had a loss to Washington State, they'd be a shoo-in. But Washington State's 11-1 with a loss to USC. They have a fucking uphill battle in yeah. front of them. Uh, someone did tweet that. Yeah, UFC beats Temple by 12. Uh, UCF gave up too many yards to Temple to be a contender. But Temple crushes Maryland. Who who almost upset Ohio State with like and they had like 500 yards of offense or 600 yeah. yards of offense. Temple, by the way, who did the same thing against? Uh, I mean Maryland did. I'm sorry, but Temple beat yeah. beat Maryland. Right, comparable team. Yeah, Kansas scores 40 on Oklahoma, but UCF's the overrated team. Right. Yeah. Doesn't make much it's obvious. logic. It's it's become more and more pronounced since year one when they pulled the trigger and put Ohio State over TCU. TCU. Yeah. Like I'm gonna reiterate this. Ohio State was the underdog against Wisconsin going into the conference championship game. So they were so high on Ohio State that they didn't even have them f- 
fucking winning that game before. That's how that's how much they thought of them. And all of a sudden, they're gonna jump a TCU team that was completely dominant all year long. Yeah, I think that might have something to do with the brand name, if I had to guess. And lo and behold, every single year, and maybe ticket sales. Ticket sales. TCU is a small school, right? Don't have a ton of alumni because of the sheer right. numbers. TV fucking ratings. Yeah, yeah. On, just a crock of shit. Just an absolute crock of shit. And with that, I have my number thirteen team. By, by the way, I will, I will say, you know, West Virginia was my 14th team. And they said uh, Colorado is looking at Dana Holverson. Hmm. I don't know why he would leave West Virginia for Colorado. I think he could be on the hot seat. Dana Holgerson? Wasn't he like two years ago? Jeez. Two years I ago. Mean, two years ago. I mean, he's having a good year this year, so maybe he's safe now. Yeah. Okay, my number 13 team, though, is the Army Black Knights. There you go. They move up two spots or no, one spot. Officially finally cracked the AP's top 25 for the first time in like almost 30 years. Beautiful. Just beautiful. The Army Black Knights. That's another one. So when you see, look, I understand Oklahoma's defense been dog shit all year, but when you see the way the triple option performed against Bama, you Mm -hmm. could argue that for the first half of that game, that was the best we've ever seen anyone this year play against Bama. No, I don't think you could argue that. (laughs) That's that's fucking definitely true. Yeah. So then you have Army, who also took Oklahoma to overtime, and the triple option is yeah. looking pretty, pretty successful. I mean, fucking Neil Matalolo had done it forever. Paul Johnson's done it forever. He's yeah. won an Orange Bowl. Yeah, like it's it's it definitely works if you get over the fact that like it's. I mean, you got guys like Khalil Tate over in Arizona being like, nope, don't bring that here. Yeah, and you have the stupid ass athletic director listening yeah. to a player that's yeah. going to be there for one more year, as opposed to like yeah. changing the entire program around a coach that could actually. Compete for a Pac-12 South title. Yep. You know. I'm with you, man. That's I it's just am with you. At some point, it's gonna come back in vogue. It's got to be a team that like doesn't care about being flashy. You know. Vanderbilt. Mm, I don't think they're the team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Army though, number thirteen. They're pretty high up, man. But this, this is a good football team, man. They're handling business. Yeah. Uh, well, they played in FCS. You I mean, absolutely right. Okay, and at number 12, I got the Texas Longhorns with a nice victory that I predicted that Patty C. did not predict. Did I not? And on the sheet, you took Iowa State like a, like the scum. I think Iowa State to cover. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You had them to cover. Yeah. That's what we're talking about gambling here. We're right. not talking about who you... You said the nice victory. Well, no you, you lost that cover. Yeah. I got the victory on the cover is what I mean. Texas crushed Iowa State. Yeah. It wasn't in names. I, a couple weeks ago, I thought it was in names, so that's why I was talking and saying that they're going to lose in names, and that will happen next year. <laughs> uh, look, the Longhorns got it done. They're number 12. At number 11, I got the Utah State Aggies. Hey, they're 10-1, and one, and they play at Boise. The win, That's amazing. They're going to go 10-1, and one, and if they lose, they're not going to play for the Mountain West Championship. That is crazy. Because their one loss is not even in the conference. It's at Michigan State by... By like two points in the final minute of the game, and they still will miss the Pac-12. So they, yeah, because Boise only has one loss in the Mountain West, and that is to San Diego State. Mountain West is solid. It is a good, good conference. It's man. better than the American this year. I, I, I okay. outside of uh, UCF, Cincinnati though. I think Utah State would beat Cincinnati. I think so I too. Think Fresno State would give Cincy probably beat Cincy. San Diego State, and Boise would probably beat Cincy. San Diego State if they were healthy. I don't know about My, now. Yeah, They're I very think depleted. I take Cincy over San Diego State. Yeah. At this point. I th- I, but but then you start to get after that. Oh, you have Nevada is actually decent too. But at the top, and Hawaii's not bad. At the at they the, got they're decent. They're a good conference this year. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So I got the 
Utah State Aggies at 11. And at number 10, we got the LSU Tigers. Tigers. Look, Tigers. they went up one spot, but that's more so to do with uh, who lost. They shouldn't have gone up a spot because they played Rice in that last week, and that's just a fucking retarded game. At least it's an FCS opponent. I mean, an FBS opponent. However, it's the worst FBS p- opponent from last season. <laughs> We're talking about who? LSU scheduled Rice at home last week. They're, you said they're an FBS or FC. Uh, Rice is FBS. Yeah, FBS. Okay. They were the worst FBS team last year. Them and UTEP. Yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, so Rice they scheduled the, the worst. By the way, and UTEP did play at Tennessee. So if you follow the SEC's trend, they scheduled the worst. The worst that or, they can get away with. Or Auburn played Liberty, who was an FCS school last year that jumped to FBS, and they were only a six and five school in the FCS last right. year. So they tried to find the new worst. FBS That's team. like Bronco Mendenhall admitting with UVA that he wants to like schedule the worst teams possible mm-hmm. and catching understanding understandable criticism for doing that, but at least coming out and admitting it. Yeah. Whereas the SEC teams just like under the like blatantly yeah. do it. Yeah. But yeah. like won't admit it. They yeah. just say, like, oh no, they defend it, as yeah. a matter of fact. They're like, no, our schedule's fine. Except we're scheduling literally the bottom like Five teams, ten teams in college football. Yeah, on the second to that, last that, weekend. But that I, that might I add, if they were in the FCS, would probably be five hundred or or below. As you, a clear example of this is Idaho, who was an FBS or FCS team. I'm sorry, FBS team last year, and now they're FCS. Yeah, and they're four and six or four and seven, and they're in the the basement of the. Uh, this big sky. Sure, yeah. sure. It, it is not a linear relationship from FBS to FCS. It's very much of a Venn diagram, and there's a, a huge portion of overlap where JMU and uh, what North Dakota State. Yeah, be even like, South Dakota State's right, good. I mean, top 30, yeah. 40, 50 teams, certainly. Dude, you know? uh, North Carolina A&T. Yeah. A lot of these teams, dude, are good. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, uh, Nichols State, I think is one of them. Some decent squads um, out there. But uh, LSU is number 10. Right, now that kicks off my top 10. And let me just tell you that my top 10 is going to be fantastic. There's some changes because the database believes in, you know, the resume changes when you, when, when you, well, I'll get to it. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, spill the beans too early, but I want to tell you that you, uh, you tired of having no true hedging option, losing that parlay by one leg so much. So are we which is why we signed up to get early access to Profit at www.betprofit.co. Profit allows you to sell whatever percentages of your bet you want in seconds, guaranteeing profit while also keeping some skin in the game on your original bet. Profit calculates the optimal selling price and percentages for you to bet on, making it pretty much a no-brainer for buyers. They illustrate the premium you're getting uh, with Profit versus other sports books while giving users access to the best odds on the market. Mm. Profit profit is modeled after financial trading platforms allowing users to send or to I'm sorry, to see trends, stats, news and media relating to their bets all on a more modern user-friendly platform. It's the it's the one-stop shop for users. Again, sign up today for early access at www.betprofit.co. Don't miss out. This is a pretty fucking cool invention, I must say. It's like e-trade for sports betting. Exactly. It is bad ass. Okay, my 10th team was LSU. Now my ninth team, they get booted back one point. They went from number eight to number nine, and that is the Georgia 
Bulldogs. Mm. Why? Because they scheduled Slap in the, the face. UMass Minutemen. Yep. And although they won by a trillion points, Everyone else that gained. game should never fucking be played. Hey, look, and it's not even that he's penalizing them for their scheduling. It's that other people yes. proved Ohio- more. And my point by this is that last week, uh, Ohio State was one, was behind them. Now Ohio State jumps them. And you say, well, they almost lost the game. But they played Maryland, who is a decent football team who beat on Texas. The road. Yeah, on the road. Grabbed the victory, even though it was a wide open pass right. that was thrown. You could tell Maryland was playing that like it was at their Super Bowl. Yeah. You know. Uh, but Ohio State, they have a better resume. They have an, a better resume than Georgia right now with their wins. And that is why they are hopping the Georgia Bulldogs. So Georgia's at nine. I reviewed this with Colby. I'll co sign on that. Ohio State is at eight. And. Uh, I mean, the highest state plays Michigan. They got a huge game coming out. Georgia gets Georgia Tech. Any chance of an upset there? Georgia Tech going to Georgia? Yeah. Very little. <laughs> 10 to 15%. Okay. How about uh, Ohio State, Michigan? It's like 51 49, right? I don't want to talk about this. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Yet. Okay. Hey, I said, this, I said this before the year, and this is my challenge to Jim Harbaugh. You're the fucking underdog until you win this game. Uh, I agree. I concur, doctor. Okay, and at number seven, I got the Oklahoma Sooners. Yeah. Uh, not great victories. I mean, the, at Texas Tech, uh, I'm okay with because I think Texas Tech's probably a lot better than their record. And, uh, yeah, it's at Texas Tech, but the home to Kansas and ha- actually having a close game for a little bit there, <laughs> giving up a lot, giving up 40 to Kansas. Oklahoma is suspect. Yeah. Just like Ohio State is suspect. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have at number six. But Kyler Murray, holy shit. Yeah. He's amazing to watch. Look. I have fun watching him. Tua, Tua is amazing, but there's just no one with the physical gifts of Kyler Murray in college football right now. That that particular physical skill set, which is I actually love lightning. watching both quarterbacks. Yeah. As much as I, I look, I, I come down in Alabama for their schedule. Tua still is. I think very I'm like taking a Tua with a neck, uh, uh, leg brace when he when he's fully healthy. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. he's a beast. Yeah. And uh, okay, so at number six, I got the Washington State Cougars. Yeah, I almost moved this team higher because they scored 55 points in the first half against a Power Five school. <laughs> Who uh, the Washington Cougars. State? Cougars. Oh my gosh, they're fucking destructive. Yeah, absolutely. And he did. He kind of dialed it back in the second he half did. quite a bit. Like they were on pace for 110 points yeah. at halftime. That's pretty crazy. He only put 14 on the board yeah, in the second yeah, half. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just, just wild. But uh, look, they got a big game coming up. But I think maybe if they win this game, they might be able to hop some teams. I don't know. We'll see how this What a shame. Up. What a yeah. shame that yeah. a, a game that they should have lost. You know, I look back at this game this week. And Mike Leach was uh, sending Twitter messages out about the Pac-12 referees on that particular game, which we were at. Yeah. Like, uh, poorly refereed game. They dominated that game. They by did. The way. There were some questionable pass interference calls some on Washington State. questionable personal foul calls. Late in the game. Yeah. That made you wonder. <laughs> the conspiracy theorist in right. me was like, why the fuck? Was, like, I, mean, I was at the game, so it's, it's a little bit harder to tell. You're not seeing the replays. Right. But to me, they did not look like pass interference calls. From where we were at. Yeah, I will say this. It's a little harder to tell which team is clearly better when you're watching it on the field at the same time. But 
So maybe Colby has a better idea than that. I, I, I remember Washington State out playing USC, but it wasn't drastic in my opinion. But I remember being like, damn, I think Washington State should have won that game. You yeah. Know? I woke up actually kind of th- thinking that they did. Right. And then I was like, oh, yeah, they lost. And, and then like, that's a weird game that they lost. You were having the college yeah. experience. <laughs> this is the college experience. <laughs> I'm uh, drunk as yeah. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I got I got the Cougars at six. And at number five, look, the Cougars were at six last week. That's why it's tough because they, they had a great performance. And they still stay at number six because number five, Central Florida, stays at number five because they dominate a better team. A better team. Yeah. So that's the same. At number four, I got Michigan. They don't change. So if you think it's despite a suspect performance. Yeah, against Indiana. A non dominant. Indiana always seems to give like Ohio State and Michigan. Indiana's a good team. They're just playing a fucking tough ass division. Yeah. You know? And also, uh, Indiana's a team that, that they make fun of as never being a bowl team, like SEC fans. But they realize you you got to realize if there was an eight game conference schedule, because Indiana will go like five and seven every year, and they would easily be six and six in a bowl team if they played an eight game conference. You know what I mean? Another right. right. Uh, if they didn't have to play Penn played, State instead of fucking yeah. the Citadel, and they scheduled the Akron. You know right. what I mean? Then that's exactly. a win. Indiana beat UVA, who's had a pretty decent season. Yeah. You know, so there you go. That's they're, that's they're good. They're I, good. I like I like their coach too. So, uh, um, what we're gonna say? Uh, I got Michigan at number four in the nation. Michigan could have been looking ahead to Ohio State a little bit. A little bit, sure, sure. So, but look, you're thinking, man, did this top five change at all? Well, you're goddamn right, it did. Did it? All right, because at number three, we we have surprises for yeah, you. Number three. They were number two last week. Who? The Alabama Crimson Tides Ooh. fall down to number three in the nation. Uh, people and is, in down in Birmingham and Tuscaloosa hate me. Are yes. fucking turning in their non-made graves yet? Yeah, they're deleting my podcast as we speak. <laughs> but dude, it's this simple: you schedule the Citadel. You should be penalized for this. If any of these guys on the shouldn't be penalized for it. You should not be penalized for it. You should get the credit that you earn from that victory, which well, is nothing. Mean, that, well, that's the penalization. You played a fucking scrimmage, yeah. That's the penalization. Is yeah. like you're, you you had practice. Yeah. Everyone else played a game. You had practice. Yeah, exactly. And they fall back because now when you look at Notre Dame, Notre Dame also a great performance in a neutral side yeah, game. Yeah, Notre Dame beat uh, the number 12 team in the country. With well, not my number 12 team in the country, but they were the Dantabase's number 17 team in the country right. last, last week. With a fucking 13-inch cock. Yeah, now, they, they, maybe they, we should they get into my recent exploits here. Okay, okay. Let's let's dabble in. Let's talk about. Okay, hold on. Let me just let me just. I'll end it out on this. Okay, Alabama at three, Notre Dame at two, Clemson at one. Patty C, you got a story here. People want to hear it. I bought a strap on dildo this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking you were going. I, I was thinking a you were going. Route, for, yeah. <laughs> equally uh, troublesome. You bought a strap on dildo. Uh, I can't. You can't really backtrack from that one, can I? Yeah, I'd say that one's out there in the world now. You know. Listen, that's right. having a, having a giant dick. <laughs> not all it's cracked up to be. Because that can go either way. The, the the listeners can be like, "Wow, he's weird." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I am weird. <laughs> I think that cat's out of the bag at this point. <laughs> I had a listener a few weeks back and say he's got some really fucked up shit. Some <laughs> fucked up like Hydra kids, Hydra wife. Yeah, that's that's one of them. Well, right. clearly now you fulfilled that by <laughs> getting the right. 
hide your vaginas because yeah. I am taking giant strap on dildos <laughs> <laughs> and plowing away. Okay, so you did this thing. Okay, but I thought you okay. I thought you were going down a different route there. We're leaving you that th- one you, alone. Okay, you you threw you threw an audible in there. Okay. But, co- but continue the strap on dildo college well, experience a, story. That is well. That's okay. Okay, I don't know if you get to that in college. <laughs> I think that's the thirty-five year old experience. <laughs> Uh, or you're just like, fuck it, you know? And I just wanted to try it out. I wanted to have, you know, a giant porn star dong and the chick I'm with is letting me like, uh, have some liberties here. Liberty, Liberty. Yeah. Turner Gill. Having some fun. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, on an- another note, should we go there with this one? I don't have to. I don't, it's up to you, buddy. Be your own man. I'll say this. Chicks. Are psycho and a chick. We have chick listeners, dude. That yeah, they are, and you guys are psycho. Uh, <laughs> look, this chick that like was in the equation here was as like reliably like you know like about her business non bullshit as like I've come across in a long time, and then she just hit me with the serious bullshit. I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna put it okay, out there. Put it out there. Hit me with the I'm pregnant fucking uh, text. Crying on the phone to me. Crying, sobbing on the phone to me, right? Uh What am I going to do? What am I going to Or like, I'm going to keep it. Yada, yada. Like, putting my head through the fucking, like, whatever. This is someone you haven't hung out with that recently. And I'm all for keeping. I'm a Catholic. You know, I'm not, I'm never going to tell a woman, you know, do anything. But I'm like, fuck, here we go. You know? Yeah. Which is terrible, by the way. About the worst phone call you can take. Yeah, bad phone yeah. call. But I'm like, all right, here we go. Because you, you're not actively. Uh, I mean, you you're, you haven't, yeah. you haven't yeah. seen her in a few We're weeks. Just having yeah. you know a little little fun here. Yeah. And uh, here we go. Get ready, Pat. Life is changing for you. Yeah. Get a little suspicious. Look uh, online for fifteen to twenty minutes. Find the exact photo of the. Ultrasound. Yes. <laughs> that she sent you. Yeah. Which is hilarious because then I, what he, essentially what we did is he sent it to me. We then side com- by side at our side phones. by side compared the exact photo and we both came to the conclusion as the experts that we are <laughs> that this is that the, is the same, exact same exact photo. fucking photo. So then I'll let you take the floor from there. But that's the craziest shit ever, by the way, because you went from for the past like, you know, week. Thinking. Yeah, this was a week ago that she dropped this bomb on me and, like, you know, wouldn't answer my fucking text and shit. And, like, you know, finally answered tonight and, like, really started the crying routine again. Like, Dude, that's brutal, by the it's way. It's brutal. It's that's brutal. absolutely fucking brutal. This is the college experience. This probably happens to college guys all over the... So any college guys or anyone else who's listening <laughs> out there right now, be fucking careful. Yeah. Always Google image the <laughs> the ultrasound. <laughs> the ultrasound. <laughs> and never trust filth. I mean, I'm not gonna say all women, but I'm gonna say filthy, filthy women. Which you don't even know who they are. That's the hard part. Right. You gotta trust your instinct. You had a gut feeling I to Google gut. image that fucking thing. Yeah. You found it, and she better start th- start thinking about hers. Yeah. All right. That's right. She better start doing that. All right. And that's a low down dirty trick, but she had me going for a week, so. That's cruel, man. That, that is, is some cruel. Shit. And she had no intentions of stopping either. It was. It, it Dude, took she me. She was digging. gonna give you that over the holidays too. You're gonna be Thanksgiving. You're gonna have gravy and chicken. You're gonna be thinking uh, chicken. Gravy, gravy, chicken, and, and, and <laughs> pot fucking pie. All this shit and heartbreak. Yeah, and thinking yeah. about man, next year I'm gonna be feeding turkey to a little fetus. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
<laughs> and then an umbilical cord still attached to it. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, that just got real personal. Uh, anyway. Okay. Uh, this is the college experience. <laughs> we do appreciate This is the Danterbase Top 25 episode. Uh, we will be coming to you a day early because it is the holidays for our next, uh, you know, there's a lot of games Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's a great weekend for sports. Uh, if you could leave us a positive review at, on iTunes, we would certainly appreciate it. Or if you could buy some of our gear, we would certainly appreciate it. Um, you could find us, you know, in the Google search engine by typing sports gambling podcast network, or if you type it into the iTunes sports gambling podcast network, you will find us, the college experience there. And then you can write a positive review. You can also find the sports gambling podcast on Twitter at SGP network. And you can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. And you can find myself on Twitter at the Colby D this is the college experience. We appreciate each and every one of you guys. And we hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving. Signing off. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.